everyone welcome back to another episode of hustle and heart this is sophie wang and this is chimai sakari and my Malvacar. yay new guests <laughs> welcome to the pod thank you this is crazy i feel like I don't know, like, you know when you, like, watch a TV show, and then uh-huh. you're, like, on it, like, obviously I wouldn't know, I've never been on a TV show, but, like, this is what I imagine like it feels like. Like a celebrity. Like. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like a celebrity. for them to, like, come on. I hear the applause, yeah. You're famous now. I am famous. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is my 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Okay, we well, love, love that for you. Let's Thank dive you. into our highs and lows. Jemai, do you want to start us off? Okay, um, so my high for the day and week has been... I've been getting up at, like, a consistent time around 8 a.m. every day, even when I have not had classes until 10 or 11 a.m. Bravo. And honestly, even though I've been waking up earlier, it's made me more energized for the day. And it's made me more prepared for classes versus waking up just half an hour before or 20 minutes before classes and Mm -hmm. running there. So that's my high, feeling productive with my time and getting consistent sleep. My low has been not taking enough time to um take care of my health so <laughs> how so um i just have not been looking into what i've been eating i've just been okay. grabbing anything i i've been grabbing noodles i've been grabbing anything that i see yeah if i'm craving chocolate i'll grab two chocolate bars i've been um not paying too much attention into my health and i haven't been reflecting on spending more time into working out or exercising okay not that I'm just not doing it but also I'm not thinking about it either so maybe that's a low maybe that's somewhere I need to progress yeah into next week yeah I can tell that you're like you know exactly reflecting on it but also I'm like don't like don't be too hard on yourself yeah. you know but there's always room for improvement that's like, true yeah. I also need to work on my money <laughs> finance and budgeting because I've oh, taken boy. three Ubers today <laughs> Oh my god. That's an issue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, a high for the week. It hasn't happened yet, but my parents are coming in tomorrow. Okay. So that's Ooh. super exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got all my work done like for the week so that like, you know, I could just like spend time with them and not work. And we're gonna watch the Super Bowl. Very fun. Um, go 49ers. Yeah. 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 Promo. Yes. We like the we like sports. football. Yes, yeah. sports. Um, low? Low. Um, I think that, um, oh, I was just, yeah. Uh, well, okay, a low for the week has been, I like to get eight hours of sleep. Like, Same. Don't yeah. we all? Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> yes. but, like, I do that oh, normally. Okay. Like, I do get eight hours of sleep. Okay, good. Not like I, like, I actually do get eight hours of sleep, but yeah. this week, um, I just haven't gotten eight hours of sleep as much, and like I can like genuinely feel it because like I I feel like more tired, especially like, for my eight a.m. classes because yeah. I have to. Like I'm like oh my god, I would love to be in bed right now. So mm-hmm. I think like I need to like get myself back to like my eight hours of sleep. That's incredible that you actually commit to getting those eight hours. In oh the yeah, first I place, though. eleven o'clock yes. is my bedtime. <laughs> I go to bed at eleven on yes. school nights. Honestly, that's the first step for six. do you drink coffee at all i do not drink coffee i don't either but you have a lot of energy i yeah because of my eight hours hours of sleep sleep. right that's that's honestly amazing yeah i we have a coffee fan over here yeah i (laughs) am coffee's my like 
support. So, yeah, it's, it's like... It's my best friend. Yeah, it's my little oxygen tank. Would you ever, like, take yourself off coffee? Or, like, you... <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Like, you know, just... Um, just question. I, every time I go home for break, I make a decision to not drink coffee okay. while I'm on break. Okay. So, that includes summer also. So, oh, wow. um... Oh, that's that's a scheduled coffee break. Yes. I love that. Yes. You even if you go to, like, a coffee shop, like Hansa... Well, that's the thing. I'll enjoy it. You know, I'll use it as enjoyment. I won't completely quit cold turkey and be like, no coffee for the rest of the summer. But I'll maybe do like, okay, coffee maybe once a week, once every other week with friends. Or I'll use it as like a social aspect instead of like, I need coffee in order to breathe. Yeah. So. Oh, um, are you at that right now? I am. Okay. It is 1222 and I'm two coffees in. (laughs) Yes. I love that for you. Um, Okay, so. Coffee addiction, no coffee addiction. Love that for me. No coffee addiction, but tea addiction. Love that. Um, So my high would be, um, I would say I'm not a spontaneous person. Sometimes I can be spontaneous, like, within an event or within an experience. But, you know, in general, I like to, like, you know, plan out my schedule. Um, And yesterday, my friend literally texted me and was like, do you want to go on a run at, like, 8 p.m.? And I was like... I, I mean, I don't like running. I like, I will do group exercise classes. I will do dance. I will do rock climbing. I will, I just don't like running. Yeah. Um, and my knees suck. But then he was like, do you want to go on a run? And I was like, honestly, I haven't done any like workouts today. Like, even though it's really cold outside, why not? And he's like, you want to do five point, you want to do like five miles? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so we compromised. We did two and a half, but I'm glad that I did it post- Yay. Post run, I felt very good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, low. Uh, so I had an exam yesterday, and oh. I'm gonna be honest. It's like for one of those classes where you are just kind of like, how much effort do I need to put in order to get an A? But like, it's not gonna be that hard. Does that make sense? Yes, I understand. And then I took the exam, and I was like, Mm-mm, oh, not it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like very bad, sis. Oh, no. <laughs> those are the classes that always test you and your work ability because you think you know how to do them and then you see the work material and like you see the exams and you see your grade on canvas at one point and you're like I could have worked harder no facts no seriously yeah because uh I had a class last semester um accounting (laughs) a200 I had taken a100 um second semester and then I like dropped it because I wasn't gonna do Kelly anymore and I could have just I could do a 200 but I had already covered the first two weeks material of just like balance sheets and everything so I just completely was overconfident with a 200 and I was like got this Um, (laughs) and (laughs) yes and I'm like I got a b on the first exam or like a b minus and I was just like oh my god I need to work harder for this and the second test I was like B and I was like oh my god and then I ended up with an A minus in the class that's 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 good good. everything is like could have gotten an A that's where you know you're like Uh, you can get an A effortlessly but because you just don't even do the effortlessly you do nothing (laughs) you end up with the A minus so it's it's a little disappointing yeah but yeah. It's a good way to learn from it. I it's a wake like up call. That's yeah, it really is. Came yeah. out of the exam was like, okay, now I'm gonna go through all my notes to see what I got wrong. Yeah, yeah. I just it's don't really good what yeah, I yeah. to yeah. do that to understand that and yeah. make the conscious effort to just know that like, okay, I need to do better now. The fact that like you're gonna act on it is yeah. good because if you don't act on it, then like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot so of so supportive. 
Yeah, there's a lot of people who are just like, I totally failed that. Yeah. 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 Not a good attitude. You want to like improve. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to be like, oh no, I totally failed that. I feel terrible. Yeah, we need, I need to do something about this. Yeah. Well, I feel like we, like, both know you as someone who kind of is an intellectual. I mean, you're on ID. Um, So I guess, like, where does your passion for, like, wanting to learn new things and, like, dive deep into topics come from? Right. Well, I hope my parents never, like, (laughs) listen to this because I'm going to say my parents. But, like, because, like, they always say that, like, oh, like, you know, like, you never got anything from us. Like, you did everything. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, But I'm not right. Because, like, I, like, I was looking back at it and, like, I don't know, like, my parents were always, like, like, you always put, like, your studies first. Like, you know, like, very, like, academically minded. But, like, they also just, like, like, they helped me look at, like, other topics, like, outside of that. Especially when I was, like, really young. Like, I used to, like, math, like, as a kindergartner. Like, why? But, like, I did. And, like, my dad loved math. So, like, he would just, like, he would, like, make up problems for me. And, like, you know, like, help oh, me. Wow. Yeah. And, like, he had a job. Like, we had just, because, like, I was born in India. So, like, we had moved to the United States. Like, it was a new country. Like, they had stuff to do. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, they, like, helped me with that kind of stuff. Like, they let me, like, watch the news with them. Like, they explain things. Like, so, like, I think, like, it really comes from that. Which yeah. Is, which is good. When you like math as a kindergarten. Oh, oh I my wish God. we all had that gift. Jemai's, like, <laughs> just straight face. It, just, like, it was, like, face. <laughs> it was, like, addition. To a completely tell a different side of that story. <laughs> when I was, like, a sixth, seventh grader. Yeah. I also grew up in India for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, they have this thing where you do multiplication tables. Yeah. And you yeah. memorize it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was so fun. Okay, that was <laughs> that was my worst nightmare. Oh, that man. made me like I wanted to crawl out of my no, skin. It's a lot. So when I came here, even when I came here when I was six, seven years old, my dad still made me do the multiplication tables until like seventh grade. Mm, and he, before I'd like go out to like play with my friends or like can I hang out with like my friend across the street? He's like okay, do your multiplication tables. I'm like, okay. And I got on the board and I would never, like the second I got something wrong, you'd be like, no, you got to start over. And it was my worst nightmare. I hated math because of that. I feel like I, uh, this is definitely a huge generalization, but I do know a lot of like Indian people who like, um, had to do something academic in return for like, like the only reason I have an Instagram is because, (laughs) no, this is like eighth grade, right? Like, um, I just finished, like, my high school, like, like, I was doing, like, my high school classes, and then I was, like, I asked my parents, like, hey, can I get an Instagram, you know, like, all the cool kids have an Instagram, <laughs> let me be a cool kid, and then my dad was, like, yeah, you can have an Instagram if you take, um, intro to comp sci, and I mean, like, it was a good decision, because, like, actually, I really liked wow. comp sci, and then I took APs, like, but, like, the only reason I got that was if I took intro to comp sci as, like, a freshman. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. Wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Don't keep going. Oh, I was, I was going to say, I, um, I can't really relate to you guys that much at that age of six or seven, but I will say that like, I was that kid who like took crayons and markers and like drew all over my walls and like yeah. expressed my creative self through that. And my parents were like, what is wrong with you? And they would like paint over the walls yeah. and redraw over them. Um, not that that has like much relevance, but I just feel like it showcases no, the different like, types of people. Yeah, the differences yeah. in the ways our brain works. That's you know? still like cognitive stuff though. Cause like I read a Thank book you. where like um, this professor said that like every kid should be able to like draw on their like walls. Cause he was able to, and like my parents let me do it. I'm like, our old house which is yeah. nice 
because like he said that like that helps like with creativity like that helps just like how it helps the kid like figure out like what they like what they don't like you know and, like like it expresses their interests so like it's really cool that you were like able to do that Thank you. Yeah, even if your parents, like, painted over it later, <laughs> it's yeah. still good. Yeah. Did they ever get mad at you for it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, when you talked about your parents, both of you, like, having parents, having immigrant family, mm-hmm. coming from an immigrant family background, um, there is that kind of, like, hustle mentality, oh, I feel yes, like. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, and so, you know, for them to be doing, like, so many different things, but, like, you know, still making time for me and that sort of thing, I think, is something that I very, very much value. I think, like, sacrifice is almost, mm-hmm. like, a tenant of what an immigrant family does yeah. for, like, each other. So, yeah, I mean, so I guess, like, hearing about how you kind of came from, like, loving to do math and yeah. computer science yeah. and... That sort of thing. Um, I guess, how do you balance still doing that now with school? Because school is a big commitment. We've talked school, about yeah. that. Yeah. Very big commitment. Um, I think, like, I always, like, I always just try to get my homework done as fast as I can. And, like, I, I don't know if, like, like, I don't like to, like, to put it off. Like, I procrastinate a lot of, like, other things. But, like, homework, like, I, like, I, too, like, to, like, plan a lot of stuff. So, like, it's all in my planner. I know exactly, like, what is due, and then I just, like, to see, like, if I have, like, an extra hour, like, why not get a head start and, like, finish it, because, because to me, homework is just something that, like, needs to get done, and I feel like it'll change, like, once, like, I go throughout college, but, like, in most, like, classes, like, you, you're not necessarily learning, learning, like, you're memorizing, you're then applying memorized knowledge, but I don't know if that necessarily constitutes as, like, like truly learning yeah. for me so homework hasn't like even though like I don't mind doing homework because I don't mind like doing that aspect of learning in school I just like we get it done and then I can spend time like actually learning about things that I want to learn about that's very interesting. yeah that's what I that's what, how yeah. I get that done yeah what is true learning for you um true learning for me is um well, I changed my major to international studies after Kelly. Um, I found mm-hmm. the work that Kelly had, like you said, the memorization yeah, yeah, and all the application knowledge was not really learning. It was just um, it, like d- doing something else in order to reach the end goal of like the grade I needed, mm. you know? Um, so after going into international studies, I feel like all the work that I need to do has, if you can't learn from it, you can't do the work because they're all um, readings and papers mm. and um, articles, everything is just reading yeah. about um, just like utopian societies where it's like, oh, climate change has occurred and this is how they're living and then we discuss about it. So it's like, if you can't learn from it, you can't contribute to the discussion mm. and the professor is going to see that and they're going to know that you don't have an interest in taking the class. So for me, learning is doing something valuable with my time at school here and knowing that I'm actually... My academics are parallel to, like, learning. They're not, like, two mm-hmm. separate paths or, like... They're, That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I also, like, I think that, like, one of the things, like, in Cali... Because I, I'm doing a dual degree, so I'm doing Cali and then also, like, economics and political science. And I think one of the things I really like about, like, the economics and political science side is that, um, like, you, you have to write, like, papers and readings. And I think... Like, because a test is essentially, for me, um, memorizing knowledge and applying yeah, the knowledge. Absolutely. Papers, like, you have to, like, produce your own 
thoughts, your own work. And I think that's how you like really know that you learned something. So like, like, and in my accounting classes, like, like I'm just memorizing like how to do certain problems and then doing them. But like, like in my like um, international relations class, like I had to like produce my own thoughts about something else. And like, that's how I think you really know that you've like actually learned something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like taking it in a different route of not only academics, like I find that I learn through discomfort, like in Uh, any form the most. So like for me, at least it's all about like mental, mental challenge and like just having new experiences. So I think for me, at least it's been like whenever I, for me this year, especially with like recruiting, it's been like reach out, cold call people, like, cold email people, like, go to events, like, really put yourself out there, apply for things, like, just, if you don't want to target industries or companies that come to Kelly, target all of the ones that are out of Kelly and do that, like, Mm -hmm. like, you have to, like, push yourself into this area of discomfort, and I've learned so much about, like, how to, like, I don't want to say, like, successfully navigate a conversation, but, like, honestly, just build a connection with a stranger. Because if I don't do that, then, like, they're just going to see me as another name and move on. But if I do build that connection, they will either, like, refer me, pass me on to someone else, give me really important advice. And, like, I was so uncomfortable doing that, like, for the first couple months of this school year. Like, so uncomfortable, but I've learned so much about myself and about being professional, but also creating a connection that I feel like has been invaluable or at least I will carry with me like for the rest of my life. I think like yeah. EQ is like kind yes. of what you're talking about. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the most important things but like the sad part is like no one can like teach that to you. Like IQ There's, is a, um, yeah. a KLSC class, the hot topics. Oh yeah, I did not EQ, take it. Yeah. I took that. Did, you, um, did it effectively it, teach you? Yes, it really did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had an amazing professor she was very organized and she made us do um at the end of every week there were components of like learning how to manage your eq so like self-management relationship management self uh acknowledgement like there's different components and every week we had to write like kind of a not a paper but answer like in-depth questions yeah and it the fact that we had to do that every week for eight weeks i was just like i'm really learning a lot about myself wow and one of them was just like you need to be aware of where you need to improve with your EQ. Mm. And she was like, I want you to really talk about it. Don't sugarcoat things. Cause she was like, I'm not going to give you a grade on it. It's just going to be like a zero. So people were like, Oh my God, I really need to figure out what's wrong with me. And I need to be honest with her about it. Yeah, I'd be very scared. For yes. That she was like, <laughs> no, she was very, um, it, her words were very comforting though. in yeah. class. They weren't scary or anything, but it made me realize a lot about how, Kelly and like a lot of students are very critical of each other's interests and they really um not actively but they passively kind of push each other down if they want to pursue other things something as small as like me saying I want to become a certified yoga teacher or do something else with my time not really going the same route as a lot of people are going with their degrees and going into like the corporate world yeah if they see me doing something else um you can see that like disinterest or like the weird glare or like the eyes or like why are you doing this and I feel like EQ is very important for that because it's good to understand like okay I need to be 
empathetic and understanding where that person's coming from. Like, why are they doing this? What's at stake for them? Are they doing it for fun? Is it a hobby or is it really a way for them to live their life purposefully? Mm-hmm. Can they not find the same thing in corporate that they can find with the doing yoga? So um, I learned a lot from the EQ and actually going off of the discomfort I find a lot of comfort in going to meetings and talking to people. Yeah. It gives me um, a sense of productivity because in college, you have your classes. Like, technically, you you pay money to go to your classes. You don't have to go to those classes a lot of times because attendance isn't required. So you could spend, like, a week or even, like, some months just being unproductive with your time not doing anything, especially freshman year. But what I really enjoy lately is using my Compass professor's office hours. I just go to her office hours and I talk to her about something that we're working on and it makes me feel so productive. It's like it's like an informal interview. You just yeah. go, you talk to them, and after that you're so I like feel recharged. Jazzed up. Yeah. Yes. And I go to Wells and I do my work and I feel amazing because I'm like, there is a path. Cause sometimes it gets lost for us to understand, like, okay, we have like a path to follow. Because we just get lost with, like, classes or grades or whatever. A lot of distractions, that's for yeah. sure. Not even distractions, but you forget to um, invest your time in other things, just, like, researching a certain company that you're interested in or um, putting your time into, like, I don't know, learning a certain language or talking to, like, a professor, emailing a professor. There's a lot of little things that just go unnoticed. So, yeah, I use my compass professor's office hours and... <laughs> The interviews today and even this podcast um, meeting has been really helpful for me to do that because then I stay productive and I know that there's like a path, told, yeah. yeah, something yeah. to follow and just be being like a work minded, yeah. Like, so I think it's interesting because Shemaya has this perspective on EQ and how like learning about it has like yeah. allowed her to structure and think about it in a more clear way. But you were kind of going on the tangent of like how you don't think it can be learned. No. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't think it can be taught. Okay. I think it can be learned, which is, like, I don't think that, like, um, I think, like, if I was in that class, but I, like, didn't want to learn about, like, my EQ, or, like, I was, like, very, I, I was a passive person in the class, just, like, going along for the ride, I don't think I would have learned as effectively as what, like, Chinmai was saying, no matter how hard, like, yeah. The teacher tried yeah. to like teach you. Do you kind of get yeah. it? Like okay. I don't. I think you. Like I think you have to take a very active role in like learning about yourself in order to like effectively like master like EQ. Yes. Yeah. Rather than like IQ, you could be more passive, um, especially in school, and like still end up fine. But I think you have to like you have to take a more active role. And learning about EQ to be like successful in doing that. Yeah. 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 I, um, that's interesting because theater and being involved in theater mm. in high school made me want to be more active in the EQ. Yeah. Because doing theater in high school was all about understanding yourself, comparing your own life experiences to the roles that you play. Yeah. So it's all about empathy and relationship skills and self awareness. So, that made me want to learn about it. But yeah. there are a lot of people in class who just did it as an assignment. And But the yeah. thing is, our professor could tell. Yeah. So, yeah. do you think that there's um, uh, just, like, a bias against learning about EQ in society? Or, like... That's interesting. Yeah. I, I think yes. Which causes... Because I feel like I've also too. fallen, like, susceptible yeah. to that. Cause really? Like, yes. Because, like, 
I don't know, not like recognizing my own failures. Like obviously I know I have failures, but I definitely don't like to dwell on them. And I definitely like don't, would not like want to like analyze them deeply and my like shortcomings too, <laughs> which is why that class sounds very scary to me because like I just like, Interesting. I don't think I'm there yet, you know? Yeah. Like I think it takes like a certain level of like, you have, to, I mean like I think I'm mature, but like, you have to be mature enough. You have to be, you have to be able to like criticize yourself, you know, like take some flack. Um, and I just like and I have know. like the desire to yeah. want to do all of those. You things. would, and you also have to have time. Yeah, because like it, especially if like um, you learn something about yourself that like you did not know yet, and like you have to like grapple with like that. Well, that just takes time to like figure out and like figure yourself out. And I think I'm okay with like the level that I figured <laughs> myself out at right now. So like yeah. I like I think like I would like to at some point. I just don't think that like like I, it, it's a very like daunting thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate you being so like open oh, about it. That, that's that's a lot about your that's, EQ. Yeah, that I was gonna say. Go. Yeah, I really like appreciate. I wasn't expecting you to just like lay it out there. Like, yes, I understand that these are the things involved, but I don't think I'm there yet. And yeah, I, I didn't know. Not all, not all people would just like be like, yeah, I don't think I'm there yet. But I mean, to bounce off of what you said about the bias, as we like start to wrap up a little bit, is at least for me, I've just throughout my life, um, as a child, I like know that like my IQ was not as strong as my EQ. And it's been like that, like while I've improved in both areas, it's always been like that. My EQ has just always been stronger than my IQ. Mm -hmm. And I think in, in, in society, what is deemed intelligence is like the book smarts, Mm -hmm. the ability to memorize, the ability to like excel in school, to get the good grades. Um, and the EQ aspect, which is also intelligence, just is, defined in a different way of, you know, being able to connect with people, being able to empathize, is just not viewed equally at times, in my opinion. I think yeah. it's because um, IQ has more, like, clear and visible rewards than EQ does, just because, um, like, people have different, like, friendships, so people different connections, but, like, no one can look at a person and say, oh, they have, the like, they have abilities to like make connections like form meaningful connections with other people but you can't look at a person and say oh they have a phd like yes bravo you know like applaud to the phd it's more guaranteed iq it's in terms of rewards also yeah because you see it happen and you know yes if i do this 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 it is guaranteed for me yeah Mm -hmm. eq there is no track where it's like yeah if i talk to x amount of people if i spend x amount of hours on a day reflecting on myself and if i do x amount of activities and roles and push myself out of like my own discomfort i'm going to become like a mastermind at talking to people and understanding myself yeah a lot of times when people i think it's important for eq to not have an end goal you have to always be in a constant, like, state of, like, a journey mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm going somewhere. I'm evolving. I'm not just at a PhD and it's, um, oh, now I have a PhD. It, I don't think it's as tangible. Yeah, it's yeah. not tangible. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. I, I agree with both of you, but I also disagree slightly yes. in the sense that I feel like with someone who has an who has high EQ or is working on that, um, it's tangible in the sense that those are the people that are usually going to be rising to leadership. Those yeah, are the people yeah. that are going to be recognized and seen as like a really positive force in a room, or they're going to have maybe a larger network or even a more tightly knit, strong yes. network. Yeah. Like I feel like 
like, yes, it's not tangible in terms of, like, resume achievements, but I yeah. almost feel like you can see it in the fact that people are getting recognized or promoted in the workplace or have a strong family or, yeah. you know, like, yeah. come into the work environment. Everyone knows them as that thing. So, I don't know. That's no, kind of where I, I disagree I agree also. Yeah. I agree with you. I just, I think I see it as, like, like, when somebody, like, with a high EQ does rise into, like, a leadership position most people will attribute that to a resume experience which is why like even though like yes it is probably their eq that got them there since like they formed those connections they were able to like interact and connect with people to get that leadership position the sad thing is like no one's gonna like most people don't recognize that's the part yeah the best example yeah um my high school acting teacher and director cynthia burroughs shameless plug um she (laughs) this woman changed my life no joke um she um came to my high school stevenson high school as like a 20 stevenson high school represent she came to stevenson as a 22 year old and she just retired about two years ago when i was a senior graduating and since then she has made she has changed the lives of so many people, gotten them into working on Broadway, not even performing, but in terms of producing, managing, directing. Um, and she's also impacted us as into where we want to go with our like life in terms of our professional and personal world. Um, she made her own class, her theater class. Did she really? Yeah, it was yeah. called Advanced Acting. She started from scratch, made her, her own entire curriculum on it. And she started working on it as a 22-year-old the day she walked into school. Yeah. And this is because of her EQ, not her IQ. Yeah. Because she knows um, how to connect with her students really well and how to teach them and how to apply theater skills into life skills and not just make it like, we're going to do these theater exercises. It's really about reflecting on yourself. Why do you do them? Connecting with your characters. But I think that... When she was being celebrated at the end of her um, like high school work experience, when yeah. she was going to be retired, it was about her creating a class, her majoring, her going to Northwestern for her um, acting or whatever, um, master's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything was about her tangible results and her achievements. It was on her IQ, not her EQ. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's celebrated as IQ, but I think people fail to recognize the leaders who actually do get there because of their EQ. It's because of their EQ. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, do you, I, this was a great stimulating conversation, yes. but I know Chimaya's got a blast. So if you want to wrap it up for us. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Maitre, for coming to talk. Yes. Thank you. This is yeah. so fun. This was such an intellectual conversation. It was very stimulating for our brains, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we'll see you guys yeah. on another episode. Yeah. Have a great week, you guys, and please reflect on your own EQ and EQ this week, whatever you may do. Bye. Bye. Bye.